This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. Coming to you from the 15th floor of Alani Disney Resort and Spa in Koalina, Hawaii, with the sounds of the Aloyo Room from below, you're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Enjoy. Mahalo. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in the discussion, we have our resident comic genius from AvriComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, E? Oh, good. You know, not the time to get to know myself. So how you guys are you learning about yourselves today or what? Are you, would you say the master of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I am the master commander, sir. <laughs> master of your domain. Are you that? <laughs> ah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> and of course, that voice you hear is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacation, the shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Oh, man. Long time no see. How's it going, guys? Peachy. Peachy. Yeah. Peachy. <laughs> this boy throw a peachy in this place. What the heck? Had to throw a peachy in it. Peachy. <laughs> peachy. Peachy. Appley. Apricotty. That's a girl yeah. around the corner's name is Peachy. That's, that's, that's <laughs> girl I'm trying to talk to you right now during this coronation. Peachy. 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 How you doing? How peachy. you people doing? Well, look. <laughs> another something else that's peachy is our conversation with all these Moicans, man. And this is part two of two. Shows in which we get to spend 10 minutes with them a week. And basically, guys, listen to, to last week's show. And what we did is we dedicated 10 minutes for on our show for every weekend that wanted to come on and talk a little bit of Disney during this Corona vacation kind of stuff. So this is part two of 10 minutes with them a weekend. So Moicans, ladies and gentlemen, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go discuss things with the Moicans. So, ladies and gentlemen, here we are with our next power couple. Oh, we had the Rebergers first, and now we have the next power power couple of the Moeka Nation, the Herchers, Rochelle and Richard. How you guys doing? Doing good. Pretty good here. Surviving the quarantine. Oh, that's <laughs> we awesome. haven't killed each other yet. You haven't. You've been doing a lot of projects, Richard. I've been seeing you on uh, on Facebook doing a lot of projects. Yeah, cut down two trees. Santa Claus ain't gonna make it through y'all chimney. I'm gonna tell you that. Right. It's a it's new a one, so we're good. Day. We fixed it. We spent a crap ton of money to fix it, so we're good. It's not going to fall apart when Santa tries to get through it. It was a, it was you know, a few Disney trips into that that chimney, and good Disney <laughs> trips into that chimney, but we're okay. Good, y'all good, good. y'all good. I want to ask uh, Rochelle first. I want to ask uh, Rochelle the first question, which is, um, why is the world incorrect in thinking that Frozen Two sucks? 
Oh my God! Did you ask Rachel <laughs> Robesh this? Because it's a long. I have no all day, all day. No, we we have Hold to have on. a separate show with you two on. We just have to. Discuss to yeah, it. no, because yes. I. Here's the thing, and so if you have it's not seen question. the Frozen movie, please stop for two point five seconds. My sister died three years ago. Mm. Okay. So when Anna sings the next right thing, I fall apart every time. I have not stopped falling apart. I've watched it ten times. And I fall apart. And my my oldest sister watched it. And when Anna sings the next right thing, she falls apart. Like we 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 can't, we can't handle it. I I'm getting goosebumps now. I cry. So I'll have Rachel Bears on because there's a whole other there's a whole other list. But that's like my my top. That's like number one. Is that song gives me goosebumps. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to rewatch it before we had y'all on, but I just never, never had a chance to get around to doing it again because I did want to give it a second chance. Uh, not that I hated it the first time I saw it. It's just that it didn't grab me. I well, guess. now that everybody is shut down, yes, you guys should have Rachel and I on because I, I literally have a list of notes for you and I think she does too <laughs> as to why you are incorrect. <laughs> oh, All right. incorrect. That no, even we haven't even an opinion yet, though, have wrong, we? Wrong, man. You are man. So I, think, I think this still stems from show 300. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's, that's what happens there. Are you still like mad at? Are you mad at Daddy's neighbor? Is that what that is? Is that what this is about? I was say, that, was, that was Eddie that said that Frozen Two sucked. Yeah. Yeah. We never yeah. did. We say it. No, Lee said it too. Lee said it. Yes, I can't speak. I say it. I hadn't seen it. You saw it. You said it. Well, now I have. And then, and then on your. On your top ten un and un oh, unpopular yes. opinions. Oh, so yeah. No, we just have to. We just have to learn you. It's okay. <laughs> well, this definitely sounds like a, another show coming down the pipe for sure. Oh, the quarantine and, um, just keeps on giving. Speaking of, I just got to give props to Richard for guzzling straight out the bottle. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're doing, but good lord, dude! Away a while ago. I missed it. Good, good dude for Danny because it looks like freaking you know Captain Jack Sparrow hitting the, hitting the rum. I'm yeah, there it is. Yeah, look at that. It's yeah. going out of the background. Woo. So that is a. I don't. I. Do not drink sweet wine at all ever, and that is a what chocolate chocolate caramel, caramel sea salt dessert wine. Have oh, mercy! Wow, I got diabetes. Yeah, thinking it's been about sitting it. in our fridge for like three years, so quarantine. You gotta drink, drink it. it. Yeah, I can't nice. waste I, it. Yeah, I, I won't drink it. But he—that's um, right, because there's not gonna be anything left when he's done with it. Yeah, I'm good. I I told him to stay out of my Malbec, but we're good. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Look. I knew you guys were going to be on the show and I wanted to discuss with y'all because um, I know if there's any people other than like Stephen Downs and Grub, I could talk Star Wars, y'all guys. And I know with people being in quarantine, you know, people could definitely probably a lot of Disney fans are watching Stone War, uh, Stone Wars, Clone Wars, <laughs> Clone Wars <laughs> Season like 7. A very prequel to Stone Wars. I know it's like a wrestler. But anyway, look, so they're watching the final season. Um, and I'm currently up to Episode 7. I'm curious to know what you guys, how you guys feel about how Clone Wars, the final season is progressing. What are your, what are your initial thoughts, overall thoughts? No, no spoilers. No spoilers. That's right. She's got the shirt. Oh, she got the, was that the Soka? That's Ahsoka. That's Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah. I like. He's been dominating the episodes for the past couple times. That's not a. That's not a spoiler because they've been promoting that for sure. So that's good. My only complaint is it's not enough of Ahsoka, but I am like a hardcore stand of Ahsoka. So that's my only complaint. Like the last episode ended, and I went. You talking about the one that released yesterday, right? So I mean, there's it's only been three episodes of Ahsoka, 
And there's supposed to be 13 episodes in this season. So I'm envisioning they're going to have more because they haven't closed their arc. Is this the character that Rosario Dawson is supposed to be playing? Yes. Yes. The yes. double wielding Jedi female that's freaking badass. I, I like her. So, so let she's me, cool. Let me move my computer so you guys can see, but everyone else won't see my Ahsoka Tanu art on the wall and her oh, double sabers. Oh, wow. I like that. That's Wait. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, this, like that's that. my office wall. It's right. I see it when I, I face the window and I've got a Sokotano. And then right there, I've got the Disneyland castle with Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. And then behind me, I have the Tinkerbell that we won in the um, Mollywood game. And then next to that, I have the in this house, we do Disney kind of scroll. Right. So I this is my this is my workspace. It's dark purple. I, I work here all the time. You work in a dark purple. I see that. I she see digs that. a purple. Yeah. My wife does the same thing. Got that <laughs> trinity of inspiration going on. I feel you. So I've got all you know all my favorite things in this room, and one of them is the Doc Ondar set of Ahsoka's double sabers and uh, artwork of Ahsoka Tano. There you go. There you go. So, uh, how do you feel how Ahsoka is uh, maturing in this? I think Ahsoka is probably the one character in Star Wars where we have seen the most growth. If you watch Clone Wars from episode one to you see her in Star Wars Rebels, she has grown from an annoying preteen until to probably one of the most wise force wielders we have seen. And I, I, I'm spoiler alert. I can't call her a Jedi, which my shirt says, but she has grown as a force wielder to be honestly almost as wise and calm and knowing as Yoda. So seeing that that arc that she has from annoying preteen to mature fulcrum is is phenomenal in my opinion fulcrum not a spoiler just her name in rebels just uh in case anybody was wondering and speaking (laughs) of yoda baby yoda we got richard behind there something to watch richard what say you sir what what, what are your thoughts on this is he feeding baby yoda the dessert wine Get baby yoda drunk you know it goes well with frog i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) give baby yoda a taste all right. So, what do you think, Richard? What do you think? So, so I, you know, the, the Ahsoka stuff. I, I don't know if um, this arc that they're having in Clone Wars is really going to do much more than okay. Yeah, she lives on after she leaves the Jedi. I, I think there's going to be some setup, but I think it's going to kind of end with a more of a well. What else did she do? Because you see her go from all right, she's kind of living with uh, whoever she's she winds up hitting up with uh, in, in that arc, and then you you see her again. 20 years later in rebels i think there's going to be a little bit of a okay can we get some more and i think with uh the mandalorian you're gonna if if they do have her show up uh as um portrayed by rosario dawson which i think is a mistake um if they have her show up over there it's like okay you see that she is doing some more and that's good more uh but you've got a 20-year gap into a well where'd she go minus the two years that she shows up shows up in rebels I think this Read is a character book. who's interesting, but, but a lot of the stuff in the books already been kind of thrown out. But no, no, that book is considered to be canon because it was written post. That was a that was a commissioned book. That's the Ahsoka so book the, you're talking about. The Ahsoka book that was a commission. Um, so that is considered to be canon. I read it first, and then Richard and I listened to it on the road to Disney World the last trip. And that it we was did. narrated by Ashley Eckstein, who is the only Ahsoka, by the way. Yeah, Richard and I both have some some feelings about this Rosario Rosario Dawson business. Never would have got that. Never would have got that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not putting that on my shirt sleeve. <laughs> Smart. Do you think Ashley should have taken that role instead of Rosario Dawson? 
not taken. Ashley been should given. always be the voice. Given, okay. Yeah, I no, think she should no, always no, no, be no. the she, voice. She's been an actress for years. She broke into voice acting with Clone Wars, but she was an actress for years before that. She, there is no reason not to put her into it, other than, okay, you can get a big name that'll go ahead and draw some people in, but. I am not going to badmouth them putting a brown person in anything. So I, I'm just going to say, but Ashley should always be the voice because that's who I hear in my head when right, right. I when I think Ahsoka. It's going to be so, weird to hear Rosario's voice over uh, yeah, it's gonna Ashley. It's going to be weird. I mean, sure. I've been watching. We've we've been what Clone Wars is what ten years old now, babe. We've been hearing Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka for for. What, 10, 11 years now. So this is going to be weird for those of us who followed the animated Ahsoka to go, who the hell is this chick? Right. <laughs> but physically, physically, I think Rosario Dawson fits the character better. I'm not going to, Richard and I disagree on that one too. I think physically, Under the Rosario- makeup, nobody's going to know she's brown. This sounds like a good episode, follow episode later. Oh yeah, our, our time's <laughs> up. Uh, but we, this sounds like something, a good teaser for a future episode of the Magic Area podcast where we talk about, have the rehearsers back on to talk about Ahsoka Tano and, and the, the continuation of that, of her in the Mandalorian. Would y'all be up for that, for that conversation no. in the future? I'm not going anywhere for a month. Okay. You know, we, we'll be back. To hang out. We might have an extra time slot available. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love, this is a question I want to ask Richard, but yeah. I, yeah. I can, yeah. If it happens, it happens. All right. but Anytime, always for Eli. Absolutely. There you go. Man, I love y'all so much. I'm glad y'all yeah, We're good. here. Just let us know. We're not right. doing anything. Maybe we'll be making, maybe we'll be making dinner. We should probably feed the kids, but we'll be here. Sayonara. But ladies and gentlemen, next up on the 10 minutes with a movie, we got the one, the only, oh, Susanna, welcome back. Last time we heard you was on the 300 show. Good to hear you again. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Well, I'm making masks and everything for people. So, you know. You're creating masks for people during this time of a pandemic? Yeah. With Disney fabric. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, perfect. You got to represent. Yes. Now, if, if you want to send him to us and we'll pimp him on the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> You can totally do that. Yeah, I'm going to say I need a Jasmine and then maybe a Captain America one. With oh, that. I have Jasmine right here, technically. Oh, Eli. All look right. at that. Eli, up, look at that. What's up? How What's you up? doing? Oh, sucky, sucky. What's up, Dad? But I got to give you props with your background, man. That tapestry or rug, whatever you got yes. hanging is pretty pretty awesome. Well, it's it's I uh, I lived in India for a little while, and I got it while I was living in India and brought it back home with me. So that's awesome. I give you props on, on the tapestry and then uh, what you're doing to help out the community with the face mask as well as the Marvel T-shirt. That's a trifecta oh. right there. That's the hat trick. Well, this is this is actually my like Disney travel day shirt because it's kind of loose and it's actually like a man's shirt. And so this is what I usually wear when I'm like flying to or from Disney. You know? It's comfortable. So. Yeah, it is. I, I totally understand. You know? All right, Eli. Yeah. Eli's taking the lead on your interview, so we're going to turn it over to the Marvel expert right here. Lay it down on her, sir. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, check this out. So, I remember the last time we talked on uh, the 300 show, right? You you, you put a lot of stuff to my attention. So, uh, in a good way, I hope. A very good way. Very good way, my dear. Very good way. That sounds like a management thing. Like, there's some things that you've brought to my attention that we need to have a chat about. (laughs) Classes, it's a completely different thing. Uh, but no, no, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, one of the things you mentioned was that uh, you are an attendant of D23. And I think that's a thing that makes you stand out the most. So I want to know what was one of your favorite experiences in uh, D23? I can, I'm only allowed to pick one. You can <laughs> say one. 
Um, okay. So I guess, I mean, I guess my, my absolute favorite experience was just being there every day with thousands upon thousands of other Disney nerds. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, so many of us have, have sort of, you know, become Disney nerds through podcasts or, you know, we've gone to the parks and then it became an addiction and that kind of thing. And so we've all kind of met up online and in a way it, it's not necessarily isolating, but you know, like you, you know, that you listen to XYZ podcasts and you know, that there's maybe 30 other people who do as well. So to go to this, this huge Disney conference and to go into a panel where there's 5,000 people seated in the room along with you and you're all excited for the same thing. It's it's just I don't know. I I think for me it was just it was cool to see that I'm not the only grown up who who still loves it, you know? So You felt the energy, right? Raise my hand right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's four yeah. of us right here, man. Right. <laughs> I remember last so, time on the 300 show, you got me so pumped up to go there, man, that for the next year. And, I, and Lord knows what's going to happen this year. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it, it's it was really incredible. I, I can't. I mean, then, you know, I went, I learned some things, learned what to do better next time. And I just I I'm excited to go again next year. What, what, I can't what, wait. Share, with, share with your people, sister, share with your people. What you learn? <laughs> what, what you want to experience? Share, share with know. everyone. Let them Sharing know. Let them know. Sure. Um, well, I mean, it, so I think one of the biggest things, I mean, this is kind of just a logistical thing, but when I first planned it out, I decided not to stay in a hotel nearby. I wound up getting an Airbnb, which I didn't mind. The problem was that it, it was kind of this catch 22 in a way it was far enough away from the conference center that I, I could have gotten an Uber, but it was also, I don't know how to describe it. Like it, it was a long walk to get back to my Airbnb, but if I'd called an Uber, it was going to be an extremely short ride and it wouldn't have been worth it. Kind right. of. It was slightly taxing, but not too much. Right. So because I slept overnight each night of the conference in their basement, in the you know, convention center basement, I had this huge LL Bean backpack with me with like extra clothes, my, my iPad, my chargers, like all kinds of stuff. So I had this like 20 pound backpack on me (laughs) all the time. And, you know, so it was just kind of walking back and forth to my Airbnb wasn't going to be practical. So next time I want to get a hotel room that's you know, closer that I can go. And, you know, if I've slept overnight in the convention center, I can just go back to my hotel, drop things off and come back without wasting upwards of an hour of just walking back and forth. So I also would skip the parks panel. So the, I think, when was that? I think that was on Sunday. I got into, I wanted to go to that panel because they say, you know, what's coming in the parks, you know, this is where they announced what they're doing with Epcot and everything else. I wanted to go and experience that because I thought that maybe they would be announcing some things that the bloggers were kind of going to gloss over or not really mention a whole lot. And then, so I went to the panel, I enjoyed it. And then when I read the blogs the next day, I was like, oh, they pretty much reported on every single thing that was announced. So, I mean, I'm glad I went, but you were disappointed. Um, it's not that I was. It's not necessarily that I was disappointed. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, so I was wrong. The bloggers are reporting one hundred percent of what's being announced, and so I'd rather just spend 
the time that I was in the panel, I'd rather spend that time on the convention floor looking more at the vendors and everything like that because I didn't get a whole lot of chance to do that because of all the panels that went to. So, ah, uh-huh, so it's like a comic con. So, like you're saying that. Oh yeah. All right, right, all right, all. So okay, so then like you have like a, a handful of panels that you can check out, but then there's vendors that's out there because this is for people yep. who are listening to this podcast. But like you are the D23 expert, right? Yeah. So, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that's what's I've happened, only been once, right? but sure. <laughs> no, you had that. Uh, I remember I'm on the show. Expert in this group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you had to, in the script, sure. You said okay, because like I remember, I, I went back and listened to the show you were on, and I, I had like five memories, right? And then like you said, there was something where there was like these different passes that like people who went on could get. And I was like, wow, that's pretty surreal. I mean, you know, could you break down for everybody who's listening? or will listen in the future, different types of passes that they have for D23? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, this was for D23, 2019, rules could change for next year and everything else. But um, basically there was, there were, you could get a single day pass. So like a Friday pass, Saturday pass, and a Sunday pass. You could get three day pass, which is what I got early on. And those are the ones that sell out within like a month or two of when they go on sale. After that, you, when you go into the convention center, you, if you are a D23 gold member, you get a certain kind of wrist. Yeah. You get a certain kind of wristband and that if you're sleeping overnight, you get into one certain section of the basement and the gold people get into the, the panel first. Okay. Okay. If you are not a gold member and you simply have your sheet of paper that says, yes, I signed up for this panel, you get a standby line wristband. Once gold has gone in, then standby line gets loaded in. And that's all I remember. <laughs> so, um, yes, can I ask you a question real quick? So, you, you kind of compared it to a Comic Con. That's kind of what I imagined it to be like. Is it. Also similar to Comic-Con in, in like once a day's events are over that people, there are all these like side parties that, you know, you kind of hook up and yeah, talk, talk shop and you get to kind of rub elbows with the celebrities and whatnot. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, you, you can meet some of the celebrities like voiceover people and that sort of thing, but you have to sign up for them for the most part. You know, if, if you just kind of accidentally bump into someone on the convention floor, then that's really cool. But like once the day's events are over, they're they're over pretty much. So okay, no, that, but that's what I meant. Like the after after hours, not no? not that I was aware of, but I mean, I was constantly like no side party. If there was, I didn't know about it. I was constantly like, okay, the days were events are over. I got to get down to the basement and sleep overnight so that I'm ready for the next day. <laughs> so <laughs> Steven Spielberg party. What's that? Like? <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Spielberg hot tub party. <laughs> no, that's a triple of doom machine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so. Thank you so much. Okay, sorry to Tim. That that went fast. That that it, it did. It flew by. Sometimes, like when you talk, Tim minutes just flies by. Uh, yep. You're one of them. My God. Oh. Well, you're welcome to talk to me again anytime. Oh, anytime cool. you yeah. More about T23. It's a pleasure. So. Definitely. <laughs> We might, somebody might not be on. So we might just take a, a couple of the people that are just still hanging out and just bring them all in. Just do like one last question sure. with everybody who's left. All right. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I like that shirt. Like that shirt. Now sport that. Sport that. 
So next up on the 10 minutes with a week, we got Alan. How you doing, Alan? Welcome to the show. Good guys. How are y'all? Doing well, doing man. Uh, first time on the show. Apparently, we've had you, and uh, you know, I know you interact in the the We Can Pledge Rather Than Thirty Three Facebook group every now and then. So yeah, um, that's good to see you. And uh, just uh, full disclosure, I, I've known Alan for a good while now. You know, it goes yeah, back to uh, Southeast Louisiana University for sure. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah, this your dude. This your dude. You know, there, there's two in this in, in the nation. We got Drake. Drake LeBlanc is a, a, you remember Drake uh, Alan, on bass drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but he he might have been after you actually now think about it but anyway he, he's a member of the group as well and then alan you know he's in the brass and everything he was playing the marching band all kind of stuff it was great so alan you're, you're a professional music musician i am a semi-professional musician i make just enough to not claim it on my tax returns <laughs> <laughs> strategically uh yeah strategically just not sure. So you can still walk away with the cash. That's pro. That's pro. Yeah, I uh this this the beards to to make my wife mad. This is my I shave my beard. Yeah, I shave my I shave my beard in the winter I mean, in the springtime because it starts to get hot and I work outside sometimes. Uh but I'm working from home right now, so I still shave it like I normally do, except I shaved it. I'm calling it the Chester Arthur, if anybody wants to look at what it looks like. Chester uh, Arthur, yeah. Like, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta let him introduce you so you can like throw that out at him again yeah. so you can be famous. You, you know, go. it's funny. It's like Lee has what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, right? I've got the rest of it over here. I'll, uh, <laughs> well, mine was down to you know, it was down to here, you know, for a while, and then like, like I said, it gets hot, and I'm like not about having a big, huge, giant beard in 100 degree weather. So I, I did, I did that during college, and then I was like, mm, no, it's not gonna. That's not going to fly. Right, right. So. <laughs> All right. So, look, uh, you know, I, this first time I realized how much of a Disney fan you are. So I want to establish this for the rest of the week and nation. Um, you know, on this show, we talk about anything and everything from Disney to the parks, to the movies, to television, to Broadway, to music, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe the range of your Disney fandom? And wh- where is it? Like, wh- how, how did this all begin? So I, you know, I... I'm relatively new to the parks. My wife and I went on our honeymoon to Disney and we could never afford it growing up. My my dad was a fireman. My mom was a teacher. So we never had the extra money to go. But, you know, being a musician, you you gravitate towards towards good music. So the show tunes and and um, the movies were always something that were really important to me. Um, the Lion King was the first movie I ever saw. I was ever, you know, I was 90. I was born in 90 and it came out in 93. 394 and I vividly remember one of my first memories is going to the movie theater and seeing that movie so I've always really liked it and then once we went to the parks man it was all it's all love man like I I think I ran into UQ on the first trip that I ever went to that's true you're right I do remember that yeah and (laughs) we because we went on Mardi Gras it's like the only time we can really go with her schedule in mind that's when half of Louisiana goes for sure yeah Yeah, pretty much and um you know I uh I, I can't stop you know, thinking about it. It's like, I, my wife said, it's like some sort of weird obsession, you know, like I, I, I'll like come in like, like from a day at work and I'll get like an email or something from like the Diz or Disney parks blog or something like that. And I'll be like, Hey, so you know, the monorail broke down today. And she'd be like, Oh, okay. Well, how was work? You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so how, how is uh, your relationship with wife? Like how, how's, uh, is your wife as big a Disney fan or is, uh, it, is it just, if, if, if not more, she, she tries to hide it, you know, but, like we it's she's like a closet Disney fan <laughs> no no not even that. like like she's just like she doesn't obsess about things like I do like you know I'm a uh I'm a huge I was a huge Star Wars fan I'm a huge um Marvel fan 
And, you know, and it's all kind of translated because it's all owned by the same thing now. Like it's easy to just obsess over that um, because, and plus there's, there's always something, something with that going on. Um, So I, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, upcoming trips and trying, like we did an impromptu trip. I surprised her. Oh, wow. I planned a trip in 45 days and we went for our, uh, for her birthday. So to to Walt Disney World? Yes. Holy Moses. Yeah. So like I uh, found the money. I booked the flights. I planned the trip. I got the dining reservations. I got the fast passes, not all of them with a 45 day outlook. And we went and, you know, that was kind of like a, like a, a early birthday present for her. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Can, I, can I clarify the relationship real quick between Kevin and, and Alan? So Kevin, were you Alan's teacher? Well, I- indirectly, I was uh, worked with the marching band. Alan was a member of the marching band for was it all, all the years that you were in? Uh, yeah, I did Southeast? all four years. I did all four and, years. You know, we're technically fraternity brothers too. Oh, uh, there's that. Yeah, in music fraternity. Yeah, absolutely. Find me off. Wow, we're in the fraternity together. Not together. At different times. Yeah. Yeah, at different times, times but in the same one. Yeah, we. Uh, he was the assistant director when I was there, and then I was a section leader. So, you know, I would just go like hang out in their office because there wasn't a lot going on a lot, a lot of times. So I would just go and spend some time in the office and then go back to class or whatever it was that I was doing. But so when, and when he was at Southeastern, I would hang out in the drum room some a little bit too, just because. Oh, so. Okay. Yep. Can, can I ask you this then? Uh, so, as as two musicians here, uh, so it, like, what Disney movie that hasn't been on Broadway would y'all think would make a great show? That hasn't been on Broadway. Hasn't, hasn't been, been on Broadway. Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, very good question. Mm. Well, I'll let you go ahead, Alan. If you got one in your head, no, because I want to. I want to bring you into this as well, Kev. Just to kind of give Alan time to think. Uh, I, for me, I think Emperor, Emperor's New Groove would be an awesome like comedy musical you know what it really it could find its footing there yeah it could yeah it, it, could. it could kind of second life it could bring more attention to that movie because i think that's one of my favorite movies you know disney movies sure. it too. that's one of my favorites very underrated yeah and as like a, you know similar to like maybe a funny thing happened with your forum you got you know uh, uh, just emperor's new groove i think that'd be a, a just an absolute trip you know i think that would do really really well yeah you know yeah. I, I don't know if it's got to be I think that it would be, and mainly because I would love to see like a Hamilton style rendition of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. the, 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 the conflicts there. Like I, I know it's the music's great. You, we, and you understand, but there's no like show tunes that are developed around that. But I think that if you were to take the same sort of like Americana style musical and apply it to Return of the Jedi, I think that that would be really good. I don't know how that would work in a, such a small setting, but you know, like a, like a rap version of Yub Nub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rub Nub MC. That's oh it. My God, that would be awesome. Oh, geez. All right. All right. So let, let's knock out some things. Now we've established uh, your fandom and stuff. Let's knock out some necessary info because the movie kids want to know. What is your favorite park? Uh, mine is Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Really? Good, good yeah. choice, sir. Yes. Good choice. That is awesome. All right. So what is your favorite movie? This is going to be a really surprising one, but it's actually Mulan. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why it's a, I've, I like Eddie Murphy, I think. And when I was growing <laughs> up, it was kind of like, uh, you know, I grew, I was like 10 or 11 when it came out in theaters. So it was very prevalent whenever I was growing. I had all the McDonald's toys and stuff like that that came with it. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it's, I hope you kept it. Yep. <laughs> Okay, good. Like McDonald's. I don't. I don't. We lost. We lost all that stuff in our in the flood in 2016. I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Oh no! Unfortunately, 
But so, well, I got to ask you, I mean, this new live action movie coming out, what do you think? Uh, I'm not interested in it at all. I probably won't even see it. And well, I don't know if it's going to come out in theaters, but I, I, I have no interest in seeing it. And, and mostly because, well, I, cause I said, I really liked Eddie Murphy and my favorite part of that movie was Mushu. The, yeah. was Mushu, the Mushu. And, um, they're not going to have that. And so basically I have a feeling it's going to, it's going to remind me of one of those, like um, one of those ch- Chinese action movies, like the one with Matt Damon that came out a few years ago, you know, where oh, the great like, wall. Yeah. That's what it, I feel like it's going to be like so i don't have any interest yeah it was terrible terrible. i like how eli pulled that right out the great wall you're welcome (laughs) yeah all right so uh favorite disney television show if any the only one that i really well i guess i really like the aladdin animated series i remember watching that yeah i caught a couple episodes that for sure Oh shoot! Damn. So look, I I, I want to so, give Mulan. I want to give Mulan a chance. I I, I do, but that's yeah. all I'm saying. All right, so we'll wrap with this. Uh, since you, music is what brought you into the fandom, what is your favorite song? Um, it is the opening to the Lion King. I don't know what you. I guess you called. We opening. sang in marching band when you. Yeah, we did. I do remember that. <laughs> yes. That was that was my that was my senior year. That was fun. yes. Oh, cool! Yeah. Okay, just yeah. One of these days, awesome. we'll have to have you on and tell some good Q fraternity stories. I, I, I would yeah. love that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> well, know. Yeah, that's the thing. Where it was two different times. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're I'm alumni. Yeah. Sure, I'm sure your stories were passed on, Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. You might, you might want to need to ask my percussion students about that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> pre-Q and post-Q. That would be good. Some of the marching band stories, I think, would be a little bit better. So, because we took some, we took some trips and stuff while I was there, and he was, he was a, he was a chaperone in, in quotes. So. <laughs> <laughs> a voluntold faculty member that's what yeah. it was <laughs> ah, the tales the fables yeah. you the chaperone that brought the weed that's right yeah. don't tell nobody we're smoking right now don't tell nobody well alan thanks for coming on man it's yeah, good to talk you. to you you know thanks, i'm glad you uh, to chat with you on this on the disney level kind of things and you're more mm-hmm. than welcome to come back if you know just to feed your fandom man for sure and bring your wife yeah, Absolutely. yeah for sure yeah, yeah. man I always come back, dude. Pleasure yeah. having you. The Mollywood game. Oh, that's down. right. Yeah, we do. We do this version of the Newlywed game. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh Mollywood. Yeah. Hair in the Mollywood yeah. Nation. That's for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, next up on the Ten Minutes with a Mollywood, we got the one, the only Office of Mollywood, Kirk. Kirk, how you doing, sir? Down to buy you. Oh, I'm so glad to be back. Missed y'all guys. Uh, Miss you too, man. Too, I know man. it's been a while, much man. Love, man, much love to you, Kirk. Much love to you and your family. I've, I've been looking at Disneyland pictures from last year, just like little tear in the eye. Just were you, were you jumping onto beds at home just to kind of reminisce what you were doing in the hotel room? <laughs> You're like, honey, look, this is what I did. Once you jump in a bed, it would leave when Eli's there, and no other bed could be jumped on. Yeah, you know. Hey, what, what was it that you whispered right in his now. ear? Like oh, sweet nothing. What was that? What sweet nothing you whispered in his ear? I think he just told me. It's like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Like, like, just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. I'm sorry right now. This won't take long, Eli. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Guys, listen to our Disneyland retrospectives from last year. Well, I'll post those in the show notes so you can reminisce about the, the adventures of us five in Disneyland this past August 2019 when we could con- congregate in multiple persons at the time but here we are online kevin i want to say last time we saw kirk was when we went and saw kevin smith in concert and uh we were leaving and kirk said you know i like the shows that you've been doing lately but if it can offer one critique you need a certain cajun back on the show because it's been a while and we started like 
Dude, yeah, yeah. Dude, he doesn't. Kirk doesn't need an invite. He just got to say, hey, I'm coming in town. And like, that's all right, let's go. And we're like, yeah, dude, just let us. And then all of a sudden this craziness happened. And now, like, I don't think we even recorded. Like, maybe one time we got together since then. But I yeah, don't, it's been yeah. crazy. And that was that was in the end of February. In the February. Yeah. So we're glad we're able to meet with you on this uh, this online format for sure. So we'll definitely establish this. But uh, I'm going to turn you over to Eli because Eli's in charge of your interview. Eli. Oh, Eli. What? Uh, yes, I had to take Kurt on this. Man, Kurt, come on, it, man. It's the male Oprah. <laughs> the male Oprah. Oprah. If I could give you a car, I would do it. I you mean, get a COVID. You get a COVID. You get a COVID. Everybody get a COVID. Look under your seat, I'm Kurt. Like, he left the gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> I left a face mask and some gloves. It's like, look between your cheeks. He left a gift for you. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing I want for you, Eli, is savages. That's it. It's coming. It's coming. I had a... Notice he's got Project Geisha up on his background. It doesn't have Savage. I see that. What does that tell you? Because Savage, because I had, I got, I want everything to come out the lens. I got the Savage logo already prepped. But look, hey Kirk, like really quick, we're gonna throw out the questions, everything. But thank you very much for being a fan of the show. Thank you very much for being a supporter of Ivy Comics. Thank you very much for coming with us on the trip and sharing these crazy adventures. Because nobody believes that when you come out with us live, it ain't boring. And thank you for being like the fifth member of the show who goes ahead and books guests on the show. Yes, thank you very much for that. You are the man, sir. You are the man. So, okay. So with that, well, I'm going to start this off really weird because, you know, we got that synergy going, right? All right. Y'all slept together. So, yeah. I would say there's some synergy there. Synergy. He told me he told me what to do. I had no choice. It was weird, but we got used to it. I mean, you know, it was it was scary, but I knew I was safe. That's it. That's the hard part about that. Go. Oh, easy, easy, <laughs> easy now. Easy. It's like we're in a studio. Go. <laughs> all right, look. All right, so check this out. All right, Kirk. This question I have not asked anybody else on this uh, this this show so far. So I saved it for you. All right, I saved it for you. If you could pick any three Marvel comic characters to come up with the cure for the coronavirus, who would they be? That's a good like one. Any three? No, uh, like MCU comics. Any, no, any, any three who, who could come up with it? Who, or who could, could, yes. Yeah. Who would you pick? Who would you trust to come up with the cure to, for the coronavirus? Yeah. So you could go to Disney again. Who would you pick to make the cure? Mr. Fantasmic. Uh, Fantasmic. Fantasmic. I love Mr. Fantasmic. (laughs) He's my favorite. His fireworks are awesome. And the dragon comes out of his middle chest. It's awesome. (laughs) Wish it. (laughs) I wish he was on my face. Excuse me. Uh -uh. Reed Richards. (laughs) Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Richards. All right. Bruce Banner. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. And of course, of course, um, Tony Stark. No Hank Pym. Yeah, I didn't think of Hank Pym. But I no, I probably still say Tony Stark. How can Stark. you not think of Hank Pym? Tony Stark got the money. That's what you need. Yeah, that's true. I thought you would go the in. Man, peace, the though. man solved time travel. Come on. Yeah, but he was more of like, Tony Stark was more about like army. Like I, he wasn't more biological. Like, you know, Dr. Banner was more involved with the physiology. Uh, yeah, Hank Pym was more involved with human physiology. I, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was going to leave it straight Marvel because I, I totally thought you were going Beast. Like I was going with Beast with that. Nope. Beast would have been a good one. Yeah. I went, I went, I tried going to the ones that I, that I remember with the, I didn't think of Hank Pym because that, that is a good one. I thought of uh, P- Professor X, but no, not really. He's not. Not all into that. I thought Doctor Strange, but mm, I'm I'm not sure. He's a little him. strange. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a little strange. <laughs> well, maybe you can whip up a magical cure for well, he, it. Yeah, he started off, no, but he started off as a as a as a doctor, as, right? Well, he was a surgeon though. So well, yeah, Doctor Octopus. Doctor, you know what? Uck. I like. I that. think he would give weird. up the coronavirus before he would <laughs> cure it. Doc Ock. Okay. I can ju- I can stretch as far as to say Mister Sinister on that one too, because he's a geneticist, and you know, no telling what it takes to cure this crazy ailment that. Plagues us all. All right. All right. Good answer. Okay. No votes for Dr. Doom. <laughs> no, he would just kill my. <laughs> that would be the plan there. Like, just bow to me. I have the cure. You know? Doom has solved your corona. <laughs> Worship me. Uh, okay. Uh, let's say you travel with us. Very few people have done that. So, this question again goes only to you. What's your favorite story? while traveling with the M.O.W. group. Just let it happen. (laughs) (laughs) He smiled. Look at him. He smiled. That's a fond memory. He knows. Waking up to you two spooning every evening was just so magical. Yeah, only because I snored. (laughs) Yeah, who's who's the teaspoon? Who's the tablespoon? I don't don't remember. Uh, Leave that up to your imagination. (laughs) Depending on what day it was. I would have to say being in that hotel room um, and antics like that, stuff like that. One night, I forget what night night of the trip it was, just we were hanging out and we started talking. For some reason, somebody brought up Tombstone and we just sat there spitting out Tombstone quotes. Yeah, oh yeah. That was the night of Lee's shoes. That was the Lee Lee shoe um, escapade. Just... Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was Having fun. a good time. Just, just clowning around. Just nothing special. Just, hey, just sitting here bull****. Well, you would get back to the room and you'd be like all ready to crash. And then we just start bull****. And three hours later, it's like four in the morning. Like, okay, we got to go to bed. <laughs> We're getting up in three hours. Yeah, but it's like, one more quote. One more quote. Yeah, because we essentially did that in Lee's bedroom. And so he'd fall asleep and then he'd bust up with a quote. Then he'd fall back asleep. Right. <laughs> bust up with a quote. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was I was sleeping in the living room, so I had, yeah, you were out. Yeah, that's true. Ha, I yes. was curled up in the corner by the window. Yeah, I have not yet begun to define myself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, of course, the the morning when you know the it was the bed jumping escapades, bounce, 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 bounce. Yep. That was, that was uh, just, that's legend. Just didn't bounce on Lee's because Lee was in the sofa bed and I didn't want to break it. He yeah, would have no. folded up into the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> no one slept in. <laughs> no. There was a lot. It was, no, a lot of it was late nights, all. early mornings. Yeah, we were, we were doing it. It was awesome. Okay. So, all right. But throw this out to you now. All right. Uh, if Disney were to buy another media property and left it up to you, Kirk Landry, Officer Mo Weekend, to purchase WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> And why? I would love, why? I would love to see. I would love to see what kind of theme park they could come with those properties. Oh man, I don't know that I want to see that. Like, uh, people's elbow. <laughs> that would that would get the, that would get that all important that they've been craving. Still haven't gotten it right. That male demographic they've been looking for. Mm-hmm. We would, the male, the not not just not just boys, but we have your wrestlers be your. You think of a meet and greet with Ric Flair? I've done that. I saw him in an airport. I walked since, by since, since it would be a up. cast member playing the part, it could be Ric Flair from any era. It could be old uh, Ric Flair from uh, two years ago. Holy crap. That's it? That's it. That's 10 minutes. That's it, man. Damn. Look, Kirk, thank you so much for joining us, man. I know it was a quick 10 minutes, but look. Hey, no Kirk, problem. 
we so awesome. I mean, like, bam, that was like magic. Yeah, when you got to report somebody, it just flies. And ladies and gentlemen, next up on the 10 Minutes with a Weekend, we have Harry, the legal consultant from the Weekend Nation. Harry, and also, oh, fantasy football player, too, as well. How you doing, sir? Doing well, thank you. <laughs> Ace fantasy football player, man. Yeah. yeah. And winner of... And winner of uh, getting on a comic book for Ivy Comics. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is all? Yes. And I remember uh, you said you were joining us and you had like, what is it, 12 pack? How how are you doing now since you've been hanging out with the rest of the weekends in our waiting room? Last break. I'm I'm a good seven, eight in right now. All right. All right. Good. (laughs) You you got some left to make it through the interview. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's good to know. There's no question we could ask that's going to offend you after six or seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No. You're beautiful, Harry. You're beautiful. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Rose-colored glasses. When I worked at the beer company, I negotiated with two different Teamster locals. I, nothing offends me at this point. <laughs> 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 I got guns out of negotiations and all kinds of fun stuff. So. Nice. Sweet. Well, Lee Lasavica is leading your interview today, sir. So I, I dare say the offense might be coming. Slightly. <laughs> I don't want him to be political, you know, even though he and I agree on a lot of that stuff. I don't want to go there. Great. Right <laughs> <laughs> Seven beers in. in. Let's leave it alone. Seven beers in. <laughs> All right, Lee, take it away. Take it away, Lee. All right. All right. Let's start with this one. Uh, how, how have you brought Disney into your life during this Corona vacation? Uh, a lot of Disney plus Nelson and my son and I are big Disney plus fans. We've been watching clone wars. We had yeah, the family's going to do a, well, the family who lives in this house is going to do an onward party tonight. We've been putting it off. We were going to do it last night, but we got backed up. Have y'all seen it yet? No, we didn't go. I mean, you know, we go to a lot of movies. We just hadn't gotten to this one when they shut them all down. Ohio was one of the first states to shut things down. I, I was telling the other guys, Nelson's the manager of the varsity wrestling team. And he was, we were ranked number two in the state with a good chance to win. He was on the bus home when the governor canceled the tournament. He was going to go back to school to catch the bus down to Columbus and everything got shut down. So uh, we, we didn't get to see those things. And he's more, he, he and I are both bummed because there's no movies and there's no bars. We can hang out. <laughs> wings. So. Yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you going to take a chance to listen to you of Allward after you watch Allward? Yeah, well, what we, what we do is when you guys and I had made that suggestion way back is, hey, give me at least two weeks to watch it because you would do your reviews. And so uh, so I listen to the first non-spoiler part and then we'll go back and listen to the, that episode. So cool. Yeah, we actually watched it as a family last night and it, it definitely like I I loved it because it was I was seeing things I kind of missed in the first viewing, and I was waiting for those good jokes. And you know, my oldest son hadn't seen it, and he really loved it. So, man, I really feel bad that it got the crappy box office returns that it did because of all this crazy. And, like, and I think Kevin posted yesterday, that, and I was really looking forward to Artemis Fowl, and I'm excited it's coming to Disney Plus because. Those books are phenomenal, and it just—it's—if you haven't seen it, I know that's how Danny felt about Timmy Failure. I hadn't read those books, and I—we mm-hmm. loved the movie. Nelson and I watched it, but I think Artemis Fowl is going to be a big hit if it's 
it has the potential to be. To Terry's point, I've never read the books, but I did read the graphic novel of Artemis Fowl. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was absolutely hooked. I read the entire thing. I'm like, that's brilliant. I, I had no idea. Even watching the trailer of the new Artemis Fowl movie, I didn't know that that's where they were going. Yeah, it's not spoiling anything. When you, the, when you read the first one, it's just, I forget who recommended it to me. Something, you know, one of my buddies. And I read that first one and then they take it through six or seven books and it just, the kid, the kid matures and grows through through it as you know but yeah it's a mix of well not that there's no spoiler you can read like you said it's it's a mix of all kinds of things modern day uh fairy type fantasy culture and, and technology yeah it, it was an amazing graphic novel i was looking forward to the movies and so when i i saw that at the bookstore i couldn't wait to pick it up and i and, and i was surprised i had no idea what the movie was going to be like and that made me want it even more and so when I saw it got pushed to Disney Plus, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I remember one of, one of you guys made that comment was it's that's that's one of the first new creative things Disney or only creative things Disney's putting out in their movie schedules. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all Marvel. It's all live reboots. It's it's sequels. And and this is something new. So yeah, it's original. Yeah, it's exciting. And when you posted the thing about the books, I'm excited to get the books and myself and watch the movie when it comes out. So I got all pumped up, man. After I posted that and you posted the thing about the books, I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Artemis Fowl. Yeah, you can include me on the review then when you do that show. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, we got time, to. baby. I'd love <laughs> to hear how they did the books versus the movie, man. I think that'd be a great uh, aspect to capture for sure. So sorry, Lee. Go ahead, Lee. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is you. Sorry. I'll do an Artemis really? file, man. Oh, We're good. Yeah, cool. Since I'd also like to know, like, uh, Nelson, what are some of his favorite attractions, Disney attractions, movies? Does he have maybe a favorite restaurant you guys go to when you go to Disney? We haven't been there in a while again because my wife and I are both self-employed. She's got a horse farm and it's hard to get anybody who really wants to shovel and drive a tractor when you're out of town. But as a little kid, uh, we went there all the time. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean is a huge Pirates guy. We, he's a big restaurant guy. There's no doubt about it. So we love hitting all the restaurants, the sci-fi cafe. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of, and I know Lee kind of mentioned some of these things. There's a lot of memories when he was a little kid, we were, we took him there as I think the first time he was six months old. We joined the vacation club before we got married. We were engaged and we knew we enjoyed it so much. So we took him at six months and there's some times he spent, you know, it's one of those things. How's the kid going to react to those the characters and the outfits, and he just loves those things. I mean, he just took to them. Uh, he liked as a little kid the Astro Orbiters just going around. Not not a coaster guy at all, which kind of bums me out because I'm the only one in the family who's a coaster guy. So, <laughs> but uh, he likes he likes the the Haunted Mansion and the the good taste. The Hall, of, Hall of Presidents is good nap time place as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my dad used to say. I like that. I like my that. dad used That's to say that. that. Yeah, I go too. Tiki birds, big Tiki bird fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's classic right there. So I I wanted to make sure it was okay to talk about this, and, and we talked a little bit before the show, but tell me uh, your experience with Disney and traveling with uh, with the son with special needs. So most of it was when he was younger, but, you know, it's and he's higher functioning too, but I always felt that Disney was so accommodating to everybody. And, and even so, so we would go down with the whole family, and my mom – uh, who, who, you know, she was at the time not wheelchair bound, but certainly to visit the parks and they would accommodate her and my, and, and my dad and my mother-in-law, who's 96 now with their walkers. And they, they just they, they really would go out of the way as much at the resorts as in the park. I mean, the resorts, they would do whatever, you know, they put you at the, 
the tables that were best. You know, they would treat you well. He his issues are, are you know are just kind of a social thing. And and frankly, he's he's a teenager now. He's a teenager, but it wasn't it wasn't that big a deal. And 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 to go back to that, everybody was so accommodating. I saw more so from the elderly. The way they helped elderly people who couldn't get around than they did, but yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have some of those issues that some of the other kids. He's on. He's on the spectrum, and he doesn't have some of those issues that some of the other ones did. But you know, they will accommodate everything from what I could see. And it's, again, I'll go back to the restaurants, the resorts. You know, you're sitting at dinner. They'll make special arrangements if you want, as far as types of foods or how it's prepared or delivered. So you mentioned that you had a, a particular video that you were going to share with us. Is that something that you can tell a story yeah, about that will translate well? To, yeah. So I, what I'll do is I got to upload it to YouTube as a link. And as long as we keep, I, I'm being, being the attorney and I'm fine with it because it doesn't mention any names. I have no issue. His react, we, we'd gone to the garden grill at the land because we like it was a character lunch and we like the circular thing as it goes around. And he was, I'm going to say six months old, maybe. I don't know. My wife will slap me because I'm supposed to know exactly how old they are. <laughs> don't let it slap you, dude. Don't let it slap you. Yeah, what you going to do? You know, and then Mickey comes by and then uh, Minnie and then Chip and Dale come up and he just loved it. And he starts laughing and it is, it is the cutest thing. And I'll share it with you guys and we can put it on. And the more we can, I have no issue with that because we're not putting addresses and names and and all those yeah. other things. But never works he just, and he's always been he's always been that way. I mean, whether it was Santa, you know, whether it was Santa Claus, whether it was the characters, none of those things bothered him. But he just went crazy laughing at Chip and Dale, and they and it was one of those things where they stayed there for like five minutes, and you know they're supposed to be thirty seconds and blow when they're doing those things. So it's just a pretty cool thing. Tigger, and then same thing at the Crystal Palace with with Tigger. He did not punch Piglet. Was it Piglet? <laughs> Piglet, yes. Free yeah, pork chops, dude. Free buddy. pork chops. And actually, you know what? That, the first movie we ever took him to was uh, was the Heffalump movie as a little kid. Oh, very cool. So, so yeah, that was because uh, it was 60, 62 minutes long or something like that. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Harry. It was great talking thank to you, man. Oh, look, Harry, it. return to the room with the rest of us because there's an yeah. extra 10 minute segment and whoever's left in there, if they want to stay on, more than welcome to. Hey, I still got beer. Oh, he no, still got beer. Oh, love, you got, got plenty love, of time. We got love. I love all the love. Hey, Mo Weekends. This is Jane from Mad Hatter Radio. Does this quarantine make you mad? Does not being at Disney World make you sad? Well, we invite you at Mad Hatter Radio to listen to Park Audio on MadHatterRadio.net. Join us. All right, some weekends, ladies and gentlemen. We got a few extra minutes here to record with us. And we have a lot of the Moeekins left here in the main waiting room. So we're going to toss them some of the questions we didn't get a chance to ask because 10 minutes just goes so fast when you're having fun. So, Danny, I'm going to turn it over to you, sir. Take it away. Yeah, we have an extra 10 minutes because Beth W., she had an, uh, uh, something that she had to do, and we'll get her back on in another time. In these 10 minutes, I wanted to ask the remaining Mo Weekends a question. Let's pretend that tomorrow you decided that you had enough of your job and you're set to retire. And your retirement plan is to become a cast member at a Disney park. What would your cast member job, your dream cast member job, I should say, be? Clarification. Yes. Clarification. Can it be something that's extinct or does it have to be current? Ooh, that's a good question. I'll, I will go with both. 
Because we are living in the fantasy world, and I'm a fantasy girl. Yeah, it's your time. Your <laughs> fantasy girl. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're, you're, let Don't your imagination run wild. All right, so who's first? I'll go first. I've got mine. I would want to be a Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan. Ooh. Yeah, I I was in I was in I was in a barbershop quartet in college, so I, it wouldn't be a, uh, I'm a I'm a pretty decent tenor as it comes down to it. So I feel like I can make the transition. I've already tried out. They said my facial hair is great, but I'm not I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> no, I think it would work. I definitely would. <laughs> it is smooth. It is quite smooth. Did you see that when you wish upon a star that they uh, posted in the group? I did. Yeah, no, that was awesome. All right, who's next? I'll go, Harry. Bartender. Not too particular where, though I do appreciate the California grill. That's my background. So, <laughs> you, get to, you get to meet with a lot of people and talk with a lot of people, and I, I truly enjoy doing it. So That's a great choice. My God, these are two really good choices at the I back. I like that. Yeah. I like that one. Very nice. I want to hear the Raz's, uh, but she's like, she said she had like a great buildup and we never got to hear it. Oh, well, I have a past one and a current one, but I'll go with my past one. My past one, I, there's a lot of things I would love to do at Disney, but if I had one that I always wanted to do, it was to be a cast member on the great movie ride. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, very nice. Are you, are you the hostess or are you the one that hijacks the car? Well, they switched. They always yeah. they rotate. I don't yeah. know if you ever noticed they would, oh, yeah, they yeah. would rotate. Yeah, what's your choice? Are you more the bad guy or are you more the nice girl? Uh, well, everyone thinks I'm the nice girl, but I'm truly a Slytherin. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets white. <laughs> no, I could do both. I don't know. I kind of liked both, but I always, I always thought it was as a kid, and it, it was my favorite part. And so I, I always, always that was my favorite thing. I mean, if I had to do a current attraction, it'd be Jungle Cruise, but. Um, if that was just attraction land, so no, no, I love the answer. That 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 was the most interactive cast member. Well, yeah, Jungle Cruise obviously was. Painted. I mean, actually, let me change. Current probably would be Rise of the Resistance now. Okay. Um, I okay. will change that. Sorry, uh, uh, I can see that. I could. I, I really would love to be. I'm not trying to give too much away, but I would love to be one of the current people that you interact with in Rise of the Resistance on the Death Star, or no, well, the, oh, I'm sorry, not the Death Star, and the um. Oh God! The, in the, the ship, yeah, the, in the ship, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That would be cool because they really, they almost have to have that same kind of that same kind of persona. They're in the movie kind of idea. And you don't break easily, like you don't think anyone could break you, honey. I'm a high school teacher. That's right. Tell him. Well played. <laughs> She's tough. That's Love right. It. Galactic soldier it. over there. It's funny. Nice. Um, All right, Susanna. Yeah, I was gonna say um, this is this one's probably. It might be a little silly because I know a lot of people can't stand this parade, but, and I know they keep changing the name, but the one I'd want to be one of the performers in the like move it, shake it, whatever. Celebrate it. it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mouse could dance it, whatever they're calling it these days. Yeah. Because the thing is, a, I love the costumes, like all the colorful polka dot skirts and everything, but also like that's kind of the only parade where like the performers really get to like get out and sort of draw everybody in and like actively get kids dancing and like playing around with them and that sort of a thing so that I just and I love that I love working with kids I I just I love that whole sort of interactive you know hey come on let's have some fun and oh look here's Lilo let's dance and everything so that'd be my number one what I'd want to do if I, got I like that spirit. That's admirable. Yeah, that's like good. That that's awesome. Like that. Like that. All right. So uh, what we got? Herchers, Kirk. Who wants to go? Who wants to go? Oh, right. Rochelle. Rochelle. All right. Go ahead. 
I think if you know me, you probably know the answer, and it's I would be in costuming. Ah, oh yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I would be behind the scenes doing costuming. I don't have the ability to hide my emotions with my face, so I could never be on stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I worked in customer facing at Apple for a while, and it like, and that was pre Botox. I I don't like I, I mm. so, and I also will love to just sit in front of my sewing machine and sew all day. So I I would be good doing that. I would that would just make nothing would make me happier. Nice, that was nice. awesome. You'd be like happy. That. You'd be happy. Sweet. And the and the other hercher. You might be making. Um, oh, there oh, let's bring back the spiel to living with the land, and I'll get in sand of that boat all day long. Oh wow! Oh, oh there you go. Very yes. nice, sir. Very nice. Yes, that's awesome. Wait, oh, you mean you mean the, with a cast member? Yeah, still. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that when I was little, and because when I came back to Disney World in 2013, I was like, didn't there used to be a person <laughs> at the beginning, like in the front of the boat? Yep. So. So Richard, can you, can you give us a little sample of what that would sound like, man? Can you tell us like a like squash <laughs> oh, or like the you, uh, hydroponics? Hydroponics. You, I, I don't know the words. Mm. This is just like, look at that giant pumpkin Mickey over there. Or I'm sure we <laughs> could look up the script, Richard. I'm sure there's <laughs> oh, a word. Richard. That'd be the, somewhere. That'd be the next intro for our show. <laughs> next intro. Sounds yes. like a plan. Yeah. His wife would say that he should be the boy, next voice of Disneyland. He should be the guy, you know, announcing the praise and, and all that. Boys and girls, this land has now entered the end of its operational day. So please enjoy yourself as you drive home. Holy! <laughs> wow. We've loved having you, but please get out. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I felt sadness in my heart. As I know, right? Oh shoot, the park's closed. I gotta go. Is he, is he gonna give us a kiss goodnight then? Is that what gonna... <laughs> Only me. Oh, oh, only okay, yeah, only for sure. Yeah, well, you can't, you okay, can't share that. Yeah, tell who boss. That's right. <laughs> when you think about your attention, please. Uh... <laughs> your attention, please. Inside the vehicle at all, you can have a wonderful day at Disney World. All right, Kirk Landry, your dream job, sir. Disney cop. Disney <laughs> guy, what are you doing? Security. That actually is the retirement plan. Ah, okay. So, uh, I want to. I want to be one of those guys with with a little black hat with the. With the with the uh, blue shirt, walks around the port, doesn't really do much, just points with two fingers and not a gun. <laughs> That's me pointing. Gives directions. But the hardest part would, if, if when I do that, I'm being too confident, when I do it, the hardest part is going to be, you remember seeing the video of those people fighting in Disneyland? Yep. The, the, you mean the one that we we, we create, recreated in we, Disneyland? When yeah. We were yes, when we recreated. <laughs> oh, okay. I, okay. I, I don't know how hard I could just sit there and watch that happen without you know, be, the instinct would just be to get in there, and just separate them, grab somebody, throw them to the side or something. Because that's what you've been but, trained for all these years, yeah. Yeah, right so, on, um, man, I, will, just, I will give it a go. That's what I want to do. That's a, a lot good, of domestic violence. Yeah. Man, a bunch of good answers here. I swear. Let's see if y'all have a good answer for question number two. Question number two is going to be a little bit harder. All right, where did the new Star Wars trilogy first go wrong? Mm. The new, like the one, the trilogy that's been released the past few years. The sequel yes. trilogy. Yes. Oh, wait, wait. Can, can you wait while you it has it, not? Your answer is that it did not go wrong. <laughs> has not. Has not. Oh. Can you wait while I get Stephen Downs on has the phone? <laughs> Richard Hurtin, oh, right man. off the bat, they never made one mistake, right, Richard? Star Wars is Star Wars. I mean, it is what it is. You don't like it? Make your own star thing. <laughs> Called the star middle class. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the star middle class. That's all cool right there, Richie. When star Rogue oh, One man. came out and you saw how good Star Wars could be, and they had those that trilogy instead. 
you were just that that's what really disappointed me in the new trilogy. Uh, that's, that's, that's a great answer is that, yeah, yeah. You'd set a, a bar so high that when the new trilogy came out, you're like, uh, this is not, yeah, I will be the dichotomy to my husband. And I just pretend that the last three movies don't exist. Okay. What moment did you realize that you had, you had to accept that reality? And the last movie when the emperor showed up i was like i'm out i'm done i'm I'm out i want to walk out of it i'm just i'm over it i'm done i'm gonna pretend like it never happened oh my god uh, mm -mm, no mm -mm. the skywalker era ended she said "Mm -mm." girl look she said "Mm mm-mm That's it. This ain't gonna work. No, no. She could close to three hours without a curse word, and that was that was justified. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one, I do cuss like a sailor, so I I I understand that, and that's hard for some. Like I I do I curse like a sailor, and I could only control it around my mother because she would kick my butt. Um, (laughs) Let it fly, girl. It's okay. You're you're safe. This is a safe space. Safe space. That's right. Good. Good. Yeah. No. When 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 Palpatine showed up, I was I I wanted to get up out of my seat and be like, I'm out. I'm done. If it was not for the fact that I was in the middle of the theater and Richard was sitting next to me, I would have walked out. Like I'm done. What the hell did (laughs) you do? It's like the first five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm over. The dead speak. I'm like, come on. Man. <laughs> Why did we feel the need to bring this back? I still don't understand. Understand why we could why all these years of canon that uh, that Anakin was the chosen one, why we changed the, I I'm done. And I can I'll, hear the passion because it's coming through Richard's right. mic too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Richard drinking on the beach too. <laughs> yeah, no, in, in my world, it does not the Skywalker era ended um, with Ewoks, and I, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> the happy ending. Just walk away. Happy ending. That's All it. right. Can anybody else see see Raz's uh, head exploding? No, I did not. No. Well, we talking about Captain Marvel? No, that's her turning into the galactic <laughs> Captain Marvel. She's going to Bullhawk. If there's anyone right I love more as the same as Captain Marvel, I'm not going to say more. It would be Ray. Oh, my daughter loves oh, Ray. Yeah, Ray is yeah. great. I like you love so Ray Morning. Okay, Marvel. you know what? I Ahsoka. love Asaka, but I Asoka, I've not seen all of it. So, you know, I do love Ray and I love that she's kick ass. And so I can't get rid of the last three movies because I love Ray and I love that we finally have uh you don't get me wrong, I mean I love Leia, but Ray is Ray. And so I and I do love uh, the the Kylo Ray Ren love triangle dryad thing that, 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 that Michelle is going crazy about. He just like that a dude died, so you get a kiss. Oh, Michelle's throwing the I hand hate, down. I hate no. that he dies at the end. I no, hate he dies at the end. I like it. He dies then. Okay. Um. It's okay. So I got a daughter too. I, I understand. I'm kind of like Richard. I'm kind of like it's Star Wars. You can't screw with Star Wars, okay? It's Star Wars. And the so if you want to make another movie, can't. call it something else. <laughs> so I think that there could have been some mo- more coherence between Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and why am I forgetting the last name? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Sure, there could have been some more coherence. Because I liked Last Jedi, but it, there was definitely some lack of coherence between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. 
So, because you could definitely tell with the changing of the directors. So, well, yeah, I was yeah. going to say that's what Danny said about the directors is they brought yeah. what's his name back to undo J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Abrams, J. J. Abrams. Abrams had one edict in that movie get rid of everything you can that what's his face did. I don't remember his name anymore. Can I, can I ask the ladies here, real? I know not everyone has gone yet, but just can I ask the ladies real quick one question? Is Adam Driver a sex symbol? Yes, no. He's a very doughy, pasty, not very... Uh, but he's got that dark, sort of soulful... Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm so, I'm so troubled underneath Dan. thing. I don't want to say... I've seen he's not him. like super sexy, but he's sexy. I mean, he's but appealing. I don't have a crush on him for Can years. Can I ask a question now about okay. that one? No. That do, what is that doing in Star Wars? Well, I have a question. What is what? That's nipple time. That's nipple time, Kirk. Hey, Lee, say it. I know what Lee's going to say. I know what he's going to say. Go ahead, Lee. Okay, well, let me say it. I have a serious question. If that's the case... Then where were all you girls when I was in high school? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I thought he was going to say. That, that was Some not cool us. back when I was in high school. Some oh. of us weren't born yet. I was about to say. <laughs> yes. They were both tabloids and right dick <laughs> Oh, that's a bar right there. That is awesome. <laughs> you all for the fans, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Wrong generation, I guess, because <laughs> if white and nerdy is what y'all are into. Uh, oh, my God. They weren't into that when it, I was. Oh, if it makes you feel any better, when you were in high school, you had Leia in a slave bikini. And that now the new gen- it's topless Adam Driver. Are you sure? Because so, when he was yeah, in I high was school, say, I think she was still I was, in the white on. outfit. I did want to say, you guys talking about how we we get Adam Driver with his shirt off. And that was just the stupidest looking scene I'd ever seen. But still... Y'all had Leia in the most ridiculous looking outfit I've ever seen in my life in Return yeah, of the Jedi. There was a story reason for that. Jabba made her wear that because she was his oh, whatever please, slave. Kurt. What oh, story please. reason was there for, for Kylo friend to be shirtless? Yeah. You caught me, okay. you caught me while I was changing in my private chamber. <laughs> Wait, what what what? With your space face time? Kind of the same thing. They're both sex grabs. They're both the same thing. Raz was saying about how the Leia bikini scene. Okay, but there was a reason for that, a story reason. As sexist as it may be. Well, exploiting <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. Hey, Jabba was a gangster. He was scum. Reason? What reason was there to have <laughs> Kylo Ren topless? What story reason? <laughs> He had his shirt off, dude. He was in his bedroom. He had his shirt dude, off. It was hot. So we got, we, we, have, to, we have to see. Oh, wow. We have to see Ray buttoning her man while he's watching while he was in the toilet. He oh, was squatting. Let's see him squatting. Pitching a loaf. Why can't we see that? Where's the toilet? Danny, Danny, bring this back. It's gone off the rails. Yes, it has. Oh, it, that's right. what the show is about. <laughs> had to ask. Yeah, had had to ask. About I think we all know Diz nerds are a passionate group. Yes. Disney, yes, <laughs> yes. That's right. They are. You know, it's funny how, you know, I asked about where the Star Wars movie went off the rails. Everyone was amicable. <laughs> asked about Adam Driver being a sex symbol. That's when the show went off the rails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Messing up and give everybody. That's their one. That's their one. So I'll be the minority of the women on the call and say that to me, he isn't. I don't go for the emo guy. Yeah. But again, to me, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> She goes for the big, pasty, doughy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and, and Richard, Richard, what do you have to say about that, sir? <laughs> he does. She does. Oh, he says she shit. does. Yes. All right. Oh, my God. As she, as she quotes the, uh, you know, yeah, why are you so white? Uh, in her post. <laughs> 
Steve. I love him dearly. He's my he's my best friend on earth, but him a white boy. <laughs> him <laughs> a white boy. You heard it here yeah. first. She said him a white boy. All the time. Any whiter, I'd be transparent. Is that his new Mo yes. weekend name? Him a white boy. Him a white boy. Oh wait, wait. Would he be pretty fly for a white guy? Oh, oh. not fly at all. Not fly at all. <laughs> Medium fly for a white guy. Medium fly. Wall bird. That's what we call it. Mildly with. fly for a white guy. <laughs> Very talented for a voice guy. All right. all right. So Dan's got the last question. Dan, I got the last question. Go, Go for ahead. It. All right. For each and every single one of you, what do you consider the most underrated Disney movie within the Disney, whether it be Pixar, original, Lucasfilm, Marvel, whatever? What is the most underrated Disney movie of all time? Raz right. is going crazy. Rochelle's going Raz, crazy. Then Suzanne. Great question, D. All right. So Great let's go. Let's go. All right. We'll start. We'll, we'll go with Raz and then with Susanna, then Rochelle. All right. Here we go. Raz, what you got? No, move on. I got to think for a second. Oh, oh move on. Okay. Good. So we'll go to Susanna. Susanna, what you got? Chicken Little. Chicken Little. Chicken Little. I mean, right. it, I don't. I don't think it did badly in the theaters, but I think it was just sort of like, oh, look, Disney's released a movie. But I mean, honestly, I love it. It's so cute, but it's also like there's some, I I almost feel like it was made for adults in a way, like not that there's adult humor, but it's just the smartness and the, I don't know, just everything in it is just fantastic. And it's just one of those movies that like, if you're sick or you don't know what else to watch, it's, it's a good one to just put on and and you're good, you know, like if you've just watched the Star Wars trilogy and you're feeling really bad about it, you watch Chicken Little and you, you feel it okay again. So Chicken Little fixes it all. Right, exactly. I saw exactly. Chicken Little in the theater and I remember thinking it wasn't that bad. Richard's shaking his head. It's like, he's, he's very defined. In shaking like, his head and putting his thumb down. I know. I well, you know what? Bad. That's his opinion. He, That's he right. can keep that opinion to himself. And all opinions are welcome on the Magic O.A. podcast. That's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like that. I have to live answer. with him and he'll be talking about this all freaking night. Well, fine. He can he can message me and we can have it out online. It's fine. Richard, how many times have you seen Chicken Little that you could really dissect? <laughs> many times. My eight-year-old loves it. Really? Oh, really? Good. good. My, it, it, it is a perfect example of the late Eisner era. <laughs> it's the, we can do better than Pixar, but you cannot. No. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, but I'm glad he has a fandom. You know, if it's just Susie and my daughter, that's fine. Wonderful people with wonderful opinions. Right. I mean, I, I think it's just it's it's a good like B plus A minus film. See, it's underrated. It's not going to win Oscars, but it's an underrated. It's, under, it's like, underappreciated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I think it is. Look, at that time, Disney was hitting a lot of home runs with all the new, like you were watching Toy Story and Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. And, my, and all of a sudden, Chicken Little comes out. And you're like, yeah, well, okay, this is. Yeah. A, but now, in context of what we're looking at today, Chicken Little, maybe not as bad. But Disney was not hitting those home runs. That was Pixar. That was all Steve Jobs. Right. And if it, yeah, that, that, that was not, that was not. You know, if and it weren't for Steve Jobs and if it weren't for Pixar, Richard and I would not be together. So we're going to pop it up to the Pixar people. No one likes to acknowledge that Steve Jobs had anything to do with Pixar anymore. Yeah, Steve Jobs is the major was the major investor in Pixar. He was the owner right. of Pixar at the time. Mm-hmm. And if Steve Jobs had not made the money in Pixar, he would he not have been invited Apple back, back to right. Apple 
Right. And Richard and I would never have been together. So that's you, we're going to prop it up to see John, Uncle Steve, as we call him in this house. So you owe Chicken Little a lot more, Richard. Is there a picture of Steve Jobs over the fireplace at the Hercher household? Well, Richard does have his 10th anniversary signed poster for signed what certificate from Steve Jobs. And he's one of the last groups of Apple employees to have something signed by Steve. And oh, that's he's wow. Richard. oh, wow. Oh, that's that's awesome. Awesome. Richard. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty killer. We should, one, pal. Can we who see else? that? Who else? Who has an answer? I'll go. Oh, Harry. Sure. So these two movies and I, and I rank them both together, take a lot of heat. I liked Atlantis and treasure planet. Atlantis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Somewhere Austin Alvarez is saying, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, yes. I, they're fun okay. movies. There was a lot of action. It, it was a downtime for Disney, no doubt, but it, you know, going back and I didn't see him in the theaters. But going back and watching them, they're fun movies. And the animation's very good. You know, good good voice acting. So they're underrated. Again, I'm not going to say they're up there with the good dinosaur or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which is probably the most underperforming Disney he, movie I ever saw. <laughs> Underwhelming, but... He brought um, up good dinosaur. I, mean, yeah, wow. I enjoyed those movies. Yeah, I haven't seen those two, but I definitely want to do it. I even brought up maybe doing like a retro review of these movies that I hadn't seen. That's why I've really sure. been enjoying Disney Plus is going back and looking at some some of those things. I mean, you guys mentioned Gargoyles and Gravity Falls, so we went back and watched those things because I had never not rewatched them, but watched them. But that's where Disney Plus is really filling some time. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Who else? Who, who else hasn't answered yet? Uh, Kirk? Kirk? Oh, Kirk and Raz? Okay, we'll get that, but I don't know if she's ready. Wait, wait. wait. Um, I see a hand signal. Is that is that the yes hand signal? I think yes. that's fastball. That's the yes hand signal. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so we'll go Raz and Kirk. Yeah. All right, Raz. Yeah, um, well, beside the obvious Marvel movie that's the best one ever made. Like, you know, only idiots <laughs> don't give it the love it deserves. I know. I mean, yeah, but besides that one, I want to say probably Zootopia. I feel like people don't give Zootopia the love it deserves. I really love that film. I like Zootopia. No, I mean, when you look at the rankings, like the, it wasn't a huge hit at the box office. And so it wasn't as much as some of the other Disney films. So it hasn't like inspired any rides or merchandise as much. So that's got a really good storyline. It's got a really good, I feel like there's a lot of jokes in there that are funny that for adults and kids alike. So I think regardless of, you know, that's, that's probably it. If you had to do with all the, I do feel like out of the more popular Pixar movies, one that isn't as, even though we have seen some stuff in the parks, I think it's honestly just because of what it is, is Coco. A lot of people don't talk about Coco as much. You see it in Mexico. I'm just going to be honest Coco. because it's in Love Mexico. Coco. And some people like um, some people like Coco, but a lot of people don't want it. They rank it. To me, it's one of the top Pixar's that they've come out with in a long time just because of the, the message it sends. It's up there on our list for sure. I can tell you that. And the music. I love the music. Yeah. I love Coco. But when Coco, oh, there's Richard's, uh, <laughs> there's the fancy certificate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was checking that, that out. Oh, wow. Earlier. You know what's yeah. awesome? I see Richard right behind you, too. Nice one, pal. Yeah, that was just awesome. after those, that batch came out, Steve died. Has it been 10 years now that Steve died? It's been a while. Oh my! Yeah, yeah that is that wow. Look at that. You say it like that, but yeah, I guess it has been. Yeah, because the last time we went out to California, probably the summer before Steve died. I don't, I don't remember because I, I used to. That's how Richard and I met, by the way. I used to be a creative or a teacher at Apple, and I went out to California, and I remember calling Richard. And this was before we were married. I remember calling Richard and saying, "There's something wrong with Steve. There's something wrong with Steve." But to be fair, he was hitting on my wife. 
<laughs> we weren't we were not married hear that story. We were not married. can we hear that story real quick okay depressing yeah. stuff yeah this is juicy yeah so that story is apple has on campus this big cafeteria and it's called cafe max it's the big huge cafeteria that all the apple employees eat at and i was standing in line i don't even remember what i was standing in line to eat i was standing in line for something and steve walked right in front of me and said excuse me and he was kind of smiling and joking and then I had moved up in the line. And as we went by again, he said, excuse me again. So he cut in front of me twice on purpose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, oh. She has good taste. What can I say? So she married you for your money, huh, Richard? <laughs> Far from. <laughs> she married him for his voice. That's what that's about right there. Wait, wait, what happened after they cut you in line? So, yeah, he, he cut me, he cut in front of me in line just to go like to the vegetarian line or something. But there was no reason for him to have passed in front of me the second time other than him either being sassy or a little flirty. I don't know what it was, but yeah, so he said, excuse flirty. me again. And he was sort of smirky. Uh, <laughs> and when Richard saw this, he was like, oh, no. Oh no. Oh no. He, he did some snaps. <laughs> he was like, You out of here, Steve Jobs. I know you're my Bye. boss, but no. So even as sick as he was, you know, it's true what they say, the dick is the last thing to go, right? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh my god. <Jeepers. laughs> Wrap that one up, why don't you? <laughs> and we're done. And we're up. And no, we're up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And no, see. I just remember and at see. that time. That's why it works so well. It was probably about a year before Steve died. And like I said, I called Richard and I said, mm, there's something wrong with Steve. And he's like, you know, and nobody knew at that point how sick he was. You know, we had all said that he had recovered and he was healthy. But not long after that, he ended up taking his leave of absence. And I just remember him being rail thin. I mean, just tiny, tiny and his clothes hanging off of him. So, you know, being on campus and seeing Steve at that point, it, it was really sad as an Apple fan, as a, as a Pixar fan. Being on campus and seeing him at that point was really sad. And I, like I said, I remember calling Richard and saying, mm, I don't think we have much time left with him. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. That's rough. That and then on that sad note. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <More> weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, somebody lighten it up. <laughs> Who has an answer? Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, Kirk, 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 right, right. Kirk has an answer. Yeah, yeah. Kirk's turn. Kirk, what about your job, sir? Or what? What was the question? Sorry. My job? No, the movie. The movie. Films. Underrated Disney, Disney movie. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Underrated. Where's Disney your movie? Underrated two? Disney film. Besides Captain Marvel. Two of them, because they because they go hand in hand. Two. One and two. Two. Uh, National Treasure one and two. Oh, look at that! Yes. yes. I've never seen yes. National Treasure. I see, I see those movies. Uh, if I see them on TV on the schedule, I have to. Even though I own one yeah. DVD, I have to sit down and watch them. Um, I'm more of a treasure because, protector. It's not because Nick Nicholas Cage is the is the awesome performance. It's just I love the story, I love the history they try to throw in there, and, and they're awesome. And it's, it's it's a treasure hunt. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And, I, uh, and I love those kind of those kind of a. Uh, it's a fun movie. You guys know there's yeah. a reason the three places they go. Oh, good God! They go to DC, <laughs> Philadelphia, and New York. Yeah, they go to Philly. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. but they go to DC, Philadelphia, and New York. They go in reverse order of the capitals. The capitals is right. yeah, the nation, yeah. Of the wow, US. So it was New York like and then Philadelphia and then Washington, DC. I did not know that. You gonna learn today. I knew I was going to. I, I knew oh, bringing it up what I was letting myself into, but I didn't. But you learned something, yeah. man. The hey, history you, teacher drops some knowledge on you. Kirk, 
Mark, those are two of my faves. It's I like a history-driven <laughs> Indiana, kind of a Indiana Jones modern day type thing. That's just, I like the treasure hunt, the find, finding the clues, different right. ways. Yeah. Plus, you 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 got Sean Bean in the first one, and the second one you got um oh uh, the, the bad guy um, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ed Harris. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Well, Ed Harris is good. They got Harvey Cartel in both of them, so I mean, it's, yeah. it's all good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, no, I remember we talked about it in, in like in one show where we were talking about it possibly being like you know kind of like what they do with the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, where if you did something like that around Liberty Square, Liberty Square, uh, uh, around, yeah, let me hear yeah, about that. They, and we and I went back and I watched those movies as we were talking about it, and just like thinking like, well, I'll just watch a little bit and I'll fast forward, and then just finding myself hooked and watching both of them being like, yeah, these are pretty good. They're on TV. I mean, even if they're not on Disney Plus, which they are, I think, but they're on, think they they're on TV all they the are. time. You yeah. can always find one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's something new to watch. When I was in Philly a few years ago, we did a, I had never been to Philly before. And we did a, my friend and I did like the city tour bus kind of thing, you know, to see the city and um, to sightsee. And they took us around and we saw a bunch of the different areas and uh, they showed us to where they had filmed a bunch of the different places. Cause they obviously weren't filming in inside the Independence Hall. They filmed in some spots, but running around buildings and stuff. And they filmed it in some like churches and different things. It was really cool to see it. So interesting enough, I just checked Disney Plus and National Treasure Book of Secrets is the only one that's on there. <gasps> Oh wow. No. wow! Yeah, the original one I don't see contract. for some reason. Oh. Uh, uh, no, it's not on the treasure, then. Yeah, that's both of them. So the weird. first one I think right now is on Netflix. Uh, oh, that why. explains oh. it. Yeah, that's so why they got to wait um, for that to run out, and then okay, so good. that's good. Yeah. Own yeah. both of them, so right. Yeah. They got to like, wait for the Netflix contract to run out, and then it'll show up on Disney Plus. Okay. Another random thing I just have to say: you know where they get the treasure out? Is that Trinity Church in New mm-hmm. York? Right, That's where Alexander Hamilton's buried. Right. Oh, wow. Ah, Damn, just learn something new every day. You know, and there's another place, I, I, and I think there's a place called Francis Tavern, we're getting off, where George Washington gave his speech to the troops when he resigned his commission. And that's a great little bar, and the history there is amazing too. So, in New York or Philly? New York. New York. Yeah. It's really? right yeah. there around the corner. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. It's all in the, it's all in a three, four block area. That's we'll have cool. to do a National Treasure watch party or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with hey, if it's Zoom, awesome. I, I, if Zoom keeps going, we're <laughs> yeah. 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 Netflix so subscription. Sick. Instead of a book club, we can do a movie club. We go yeah. watch National and, and look, Treasure. You know, we got to do Coming to America, right? Because we reference that <laughs> thing all oh, the time on this show. That's, I am all in on that. That that was my one of my favorite movies in college. Yeah. And my wife and I were dating. Love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to bring my dad on for that if we do Coming to America because he loves that stupid movie. Coming to America. That's in New York too, right? That movie? Kirk, it's in, Queens. it's in Queens. It's in Queens specifically. It's in Queens. Yes. Queens. That's where, that's where you, you find a queen for a king. king kisses lady at Queens. That boy Queens. is good. Good, 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 good girls out there. Oh you guys clean. Good clean. Good clean yeah, girls. Clean, that's right. Clean, clean girls. She's your queen to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should do a watch party just to have Eli sing that. That'd be awesome. No, I can't do it as good as you, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. But look, guys, it's been awesome chatting with you guys. We'll All have right. to plan a lot of different weekend events during this whole Corona yeah, vacation stuff, like watch yeah. parties, games, whatever else, because uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So, yeah, thank you guys yeah. for joining us, man. We definitely appreciate it. So, Thank you, guys. 
Thank yeah, thanks for having us on. Hopefully, yeah. this was somewhat fun because that, that oh, was the was idea. Was like, we can't be the only ones that are bored, and we we look forward to talking to each other once a week. So we're like, why don't we do something where everybody can have something to do on? Yeah, you know? yeah. This is a good repeat from my week. You know, normally I'm sitting in front of my computer, but this is this is nice to do this. This is literally the most social interaction I've had in two weeks. So thank you all very same much. Here. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for setting up, guys. Yeah, yeah, like, thank you guys. Natural, just right. watch Richard's uh, ever-changing up. background has been entertaining. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Between his bottle and the ever-changing background, it's been impressive. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and he still and has for, the bottle. Record, yeah. I went through 10, 10 beers during this. Oh, Harry went through 10. So you're two away from the uh, the 12 pack. Yes, Look at that's awesome. Good, it's Harry. Awesome. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Take All right, guys. Care. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Good night, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> well, guys, we hope you enjoyed part two of our 10 minutes with the Moican shows. If you want to learn more about us and be part of this 10 minutes, 10, 10 minutes of magic, magicoway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so through the following way. Shoot us an email at show at magicoway.com. Shoot us a voicemail via speak pipe widget. And call or text us at one eight one five Moeekin. That is one eight one five Moeekin six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. Eli does things with comics. What you got going on, sir? Oh yeah, of course. I want to thank all of the Moeekins that chimed it out there for the Moeekins that haven't chimed in. I hope you guys, if you're bored during the coronation, I'm working on some comic books to send to you. Just send me your address. You can find me at ivycomics.com where I got artwork for Project Gation, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. And of course, there's a link to this awesome podcast so you never miss a beat. You can also find me on Facebook.com, Eli Javri. I'm really there. Uh, as long as you're a real person, you'll find me there. Uh, also, Project Geisha has a Facebook page on Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, I'm always on there clicking likes and do the dislikes if you need to. Uh, you can find me there at eivory 504 And, of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock1166. So if you appreciate the madness, you're just bringing me the gladness. And, guys, if you want to book something so that when all of this mess is over, you can get the heck out of Dodge. You can do so with Lee of Magical Moments Vacations. Lee, tell them how to do this. Yeah, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-MOPRA, M-O-P-R-A-H. You can uh, email me at lee at magicourway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lostavicatravel. That's L-E-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Everyone gets a car, Vika. All right. Guys, if you want to support the show, there's a bunch of ways you can do so. You can buy some beignets right there on our homepage. Buy some clothing from our shop. Also support the BS Podcast Network, who we are a member of. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. Finally, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your dizzy mind without fear of retribution, Join us in the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have the chance to interact with all the famous Moeekins, as well as Danny, Eli, Lee, and yours truly. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Array podcast, so get in touch with us today. So Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.
I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. Millions of peaches, peaches for free. <laughs>